he can win the championship. I don't think he's the favorite. I don't think anybody's the favorite. And had he slapped the field <laughs> at Vegas, I would say, sure, he's the favorite. But Chastain almost won that race. Hey, race fans, welcome to another episode of Backseat Drivers. I'm Alex Weaver, joined by uh, the fam, NBC Sports' Kim Kuhn, along with our resident analyst, Mamba Smith. Uh, I mean, nothing happened at Las Vegas, right? The race weekend Super started chill. off with a big yeah. announcement from 2311 Racing. Kurt Busch announced that he will not be racing full-time next year in the NASCAR Cup Series, and that Tyler Reddick will be joining 2311 a year earlier than originally planned. The racing kept with the excitement on Sunday as Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson got into a uh, altercation that ended with three wrecked cars and fist shoves elbows, shoulders, something being thrown. Uh, Joey Logano is the first driver to lock into the championship and will be racing for a championship in two and a half weeks, guys. Wow. All right, remember throughout the show, you can text the keyword backseat to 31032 to agree or disagree with Mamba and Kim and myself. Whoever. You can also agree with us. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. also agree. <laughs> Just okay. agree. Uh, well, we saw the sparks fly between Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson early in the race. This resulted in fists being thrown and three drivers being eliminated from the race at Las Vegas. Let's see what both drivers had to say following their altercation. When you get shoved into the fence, like deliberately like he did, trying to force me to lift, steering was gone. So just so happened to be there. Um, hate it. Hate it for our team. Um, fast, super fast car. Had no short run speed, as you were seeing. We were kind of falling there. Larson wanted to make a three-wide dive bomb. Never cleared me, and uh, I don't lift, so. I obviously made an aggressive move into three and uh, got in low and got loose and chased it up a bit. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he got to my right front, and it got him tightened into the wall and knew he was going to retaliate. So, like I said, I mean, he, he had a reason to be mad, but uh, his race wasn't over um, until, you know, he retaliated. So is what it is um just uh yeah you know just aggression turned into frustration so both of these drivers are not racing for a championship obviously bubba wallace did not make the playoffs and kyle larson got eliminated from playoff contention after the row bowl but it cost christopher bell a chance to earn playoff points at las vegas so after seeing this wreck and hearing from the drivers with marty at the infield care center Casey, fair or foul? What's your take on the Bubba Wallace versus Kyle Larson? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's fair for Bubba to have been upset. I think it's fair for him to have words with Kyle. I think it's foul to take it out on Kyle on track, which, you know, Bubba tried to defend himself and say that wasn't the case and that the car was broke. He was a little coy when he answered that. Yeah. Um, so fair in how he was feeling, foul in how he took it out on Kyle. Uh, I do think it's forgivable, though. Bubba is still wanting to get more wins in the win column. You have to think about the announcement that was made this past weekend. Kurt Busch is leaving, so Bubba really is the guy at 23-11. And then to think about Tyler Reddick coming in early, Tyler's coming in with multiple wins on this season. So Bubba, I think, just kind of has to, like, maybe peacock a little yeah. and up his swagger. And he saw, like, what a great car he had. It was comparable to what he had in Kansas. Yes, wants to win the race. So I understand how high the emotions were. So I do think it's forgivable, even though part of it was foul. I think two things can be right at the same time. I think that 
how Bubba felt. One more time for people in the back. I think two things can be true at the same time. Basically, he's agreeing with my opinion. I think that how how Bubba feels about being running the fence. Yeah, Yeah. he got running the fence. And Kyle said he'd put him up there. He he literally said it in the interview. Um, Bubba now, he said he didn't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speculate and say that he did because I'm not driving the car. But there's plenty of telemetry, and you can look at all the steering inputs. And if you want to go figure it out, you can figure it out. But I, I don't think right rearing people is is what we need, you know. And, and t- after I talked to Mark Martin on a almost biweekly basis about etiquette and how they used to race, they handled stuff on the on the their own, the driver yeah. mm-hmm. and the teams did. So I think uh, people calling for suspensions and stuff—that's not what you want. You don't want NASCAR getting involved with that. It's yeah. like. You know, so, but you can't at the same token beg for people to show their emotion and then when they have a human emotion, call for their heads at the same time. It doesn't doesn't work that way. Well, speaking of Christopher Bell, he was one driver that the luck was not in the cards at Las Vegas for Bell or Ryan Blaney. Bell got caught up in the retaliation between Wallace and Larson. Blaney got into the wall late in the race while running second. So let's hear from Christopher Bell on how he's going to approach the remainder of the round of eight. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is, is that I feel better about winning one of those two races than I did the Roval. Just uh, had really, really strong Camrys the last really all year long. So let's see if we can't pull another rabbit out of that. Well, he mentioned the rabbit out of the hat. Seabell uh, has pulled a rabbit out of his hat all at least long. five times. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to keep pulling rabbits out of the hat. But how do Bell and Blaney approach uh, the round of eight? Because they obviously have seven spots now with Logano filling one of those. And they are both below the elimination line. Ryan Blaney is 11 to the bad. And Christopher Bell is 23 to the bad. Homestead and Martinsville are the only two chances Mm -hmm. you got. Um, I think they keep doing exactly what they've been doing because it's got them to this point. Yes, Ryan Blaney and the 12, they need to win a race. That needs to happen, and it's going to happen. But the 20 has figured out how to make it by doing that last minute in, mm-hmm. in walk-off fashion. So the 12 has had a great season points-wise, and he was in the mix for a really long time for the regular season points. And that's what's put them in this situation, because yeah. they continue to gain points. And now we all know only three people can win their way in. Someone has to make it on points. Yeah. So I wouldn't change anything you're doing. I think they both have to win. And I think that because uh. you just never know what's going to happen comes by the time we get to Martinsville. You saw what happened to Larson. Yeah. The end of the Roval race, they thought they were safe even with that broken toe length that they fixed, and then it did not turn out that way. So I think, like, even if you're not Bell or Blaney, like, if you want to be in the championship four, you have to win. And I think that they need to approach both of these races, like, we have got to get to victory lane if we want to compete for a championship. Joey Logano was the first driver to lock into the championship four. He gets his third win at Vegas, his 30th career win in the NASCAR Cup Series, and this will be the fifth time he will be racing for a championship in the Cup Series. Let's see what he had to say post-race. We're racing for a championship. Let's go! What a great car. Penske cars are all fast. All of them are really fast today, and... Oh man, uh, all you want to do is get to the championship four when the season starts and race for a championship and we got the team to do it. I don't see why not. We can't win at this point. So things are looking really good for us. Awesome Pennzoil Mustang, great uh, Roush Shades motor in this bad boy. And uh, man, just a lot of adversity fought through the last uh, 50 laps or so. I thought we were going to win, then we kind of fell out and then 
head of tires and racing Ross was fun. He was doing a good job air blocking me and was trying to be patient and eventually I was like, I gotta go here. So uh, just great to win out here in Vegas again and it means so much getting to the championship. So pumped up, obviously. Good for Logano. He won the championship in 2018 when the championship race was back at Homestead. So with Homestead being within the round of eight now, uh, can he win a championship at Phoenix? He has three weeks, basically, two and a half weeks, however you want to count it, for he and Paul Wolf to prepare uh, for, for Phoenix. So is Logano a champ favorite now that he's got two and a half weeks to prepare? He can win the championship. I don't think he's the favorite. I don't think anybody's the favorite. And had he slapped the field mm -hmm. <laughs> at Vegas, I would say, sure, he's the favorite. But Chastain almost won that race. Like, true, yeah. Logano had a little bit fresher tires. Granted, that's a that's a strategy call. That is Paul Wolf right there proving that he is a championship crew chief. Uh, but I don't think he's the favorite, and that's because we don't know who the other three drivers are. Now, if Logano goes out and also wins Homestead mm. and or Martinsville, mm. I might change my tune. But right now, he's not my favorite. Is he the favorite? No, because I agree with Cam. Like, I don't think there's a favorite once we get here. I think it's, you know anyone's pick yeah. which is awesome that's what you yeah, want sure. um i will say though we've seen logano have a run and make it into the playoff or make the next round before everybody else before mm -hmm. and just wreak havoc mm -hmm. throughout the rest of the round so um that part that part's gonna be interesting and he was the fastest at the homestead test all of the remaining playoff drivers so the seven that are still looking to make it to the championship four have pressure Logano has nothing to lose for the next two races. If you guys know anything about Joey Logano, well, I mean, he's just pretty good when it comes to racing. Mm -hmm. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. All right, well, it's time for Backseat Bets, presented by BetMGM. And don't forget that you can text Kim or Mamba or Alex to 31032 to make your picks for this week. You have to agree with us. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, you don't. Uh, you can disagree. We like those too. All right. First up, the two uh, Penske drivers, which again, Homestead is a good track for Penske. It will be this week. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be because it needs to. <laughs> they had, uh, as Kim mentioned, a solid test back there with this next-gen car. So they do have experience. They do have laps that they have tracked in this next-gen car at Homestead. So let's go 22, the momentum with Joey Logano versus... Uh, the exhibition winner, Ryan Blaney, in the number 12. Oh, well. What is that? I'm oh. good, yeah. Oh, good. Well, easy. 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 I got so excited for this pick, I can't wait. Uh, I'm going 12. I, 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 no, 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 but no, no, but listen, no, but listen, I said I said I was going to stop picking him for stuff, and it's worked out. Well, this but, isn't picking him to win. You're right. But I'm um, going 12 because he needs it more than the 22. 22 good. He needs it. I'm also going to go with the 12 uh, because he needs a win this season. And I think Logano already has a win, so he's got less pressure. And that could believe, like, make you believe he could win. But that also could, like, make him a little bit off his game. And we could see a mistake from that team. Uh, so I'm going RB. Um, Ryan Blaney is 11 below the elimination line. So obviously not out. Of, nobody really is. No. Chris Rebell's only 23 below, and he's the eighth driver right now. Uh, I always go with momentum. That's my only reasoning for this, and maybe my pick later. Uh, I'm going with the 22 of Joe Logano. All right, next up, sense of humor. <laughs> Kyle Larson versus Bubba Wallace. Casey? I'm going Larson just because he's so good at running the high line. 
Yeah, it's, it's Larson. Larson redefined what running around the top was, and he's the best at it. Yeah, he's the best at it. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah, Reddick's really Reddick's, good. Yeah. Reddick's really yeah. good at he's it. He's one of the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kyle Larson for me. Three for three, run the table. Uh, give me the high side at Homestead all day long. All right, next up, Chase Briscoe versus William Byron. Mm. Briscoe and Byron are both below the elimination line. Three points separate them, and right now they are drivers five and six in the playoffs. So if if we had our champ four right now, they are the first two drivers out. So, uh, Mamba, who you got? I'm going to go with Briscoe for the same reason I went with Larson. Mm -hmm. He just does a really good job running on the top, and that's what you need to do here. Mm. So. All right. This was probably the one, the hardest one for me because, to your point, Briscoe is good at running the top, and he was really good at Vegas. Yeah, yeah. he was. Which makes me think, like, he's turned something on, not that they haven't kind of show that they can survive through the playoffs, but I'm gonna go Willie B, because he's won at Homestead before. That almost made me change my pick, but I'm gonna go Willie B as well. Um, and I don't know if I have a reasoning now, because Briscoe was so good at Vegas, yeah. and he I could, mean, I pulled could, a rabbit could, out of his hat yeah. for the round of 12 too. I feel like he could surprise win. Yeah. I, I, told, I told you the most dangerous guy oh. was the 14. He's the sleeper that no one was really yeah, paying That's Arvin for me. Make your own pick, because uh, decide 14. for us. Yeah, decide for us. Uh, all right, last but not least, we have Denny Hamlin versus Chase Elliott. Hamlin is the first driver right now above the elimination line at six points to the good. Elliott, who went into Vegas with so many points, and for every single round of the playoffs, has lost all these points yeah. in the first two races. <laughs> Uh, but he now is 17 to the good, and he is the third driver. Joey Logano, Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin. Mm -hmm. So which one, the 11 or the 9, Mamba? It boggles my mind. I'm baffled at how the 9, I got some in my eye too. <laughs> how the 9. Brings you to tears. Yeah, brings me to tears <laughs> about how the 9 has just lost so many points at the every beginning. Every round. round. But he just gains them back every time or wins a race. And I'm like, that's not how you want. Eventually, that'll bite you. Uh, but he's figured out, they figured out how to do it every round. So it's like, but I'm going with the 9 because he needs the okay. points back. Yeah. I'm going with the 11 because he's good at Homestead. And then if I go back to both the 9 and 11's post-race interviews after the Roval, mm -hmm. like Denny was like, no, this round, every track is P1 for us. And Chase had the complete opposite type of interview. He's like, this is gonna be so hard and you just don't know. Yeah, shocker that he gave us that kind of interview. But uh, I just feel like there's more confidence from the 11 camp. Um, I am also going with the 11 just for results at Homestead. I did not like what I saw out of the 9 at Vegas. They were dismal. Uh, so for that reason, I'm going with the 11. Okay, let's get into uh, Homestead, our winning pick. <laughs> so those were our head-to-heads. This is now who we think is going to make it to victory lane. Kim, yes, start with me you. first. I think we are going to be celebrating Tyler Reddick in victory lane. Love that pick. Yeah. Uh, he's finished runner-up there in Cup, has a, you know, a couple top fives, and then he's got multiple wins on the Xfinity Series side. We talked about it earlier. He is not afraid to run the high line, so I think Reddick is going to steal another win from the guys that are still in the playoffs. Here in this house, we love Tyler Reddick. We do. Big Tyler Reddick fan. Big Tyler Reddick fan. Congratulations, Tyler. To where, where he's going next. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and the best situation for everybody, by the way. Sure. Uh, I'm going with... 
Ryan Blaney because it's time <laughs> to stamp the ticket to Phoenix. Okay, um, it's happening. You it's just happening. jinxed him. No, I didn't. No, I didn't because they got so much confidence in what they got going on right now. Who's they? Twelve. We. There it is. We. We got confidence. We good, there it is. We good. If, look, look. If if we don't get in the fence, we ain't even the talk about it. The results. That's fine. That's a fine pick, but. If he wins, you cannot come in and be like, I picked Ryan Blaney to win. Why not? Because you literally picked him 75% of the races Doesn't this matter. season. How many, how many times did you So pick? your win percentage of Blaney picks is low. Is very, very low. It's, it's low. dismal as the nine in Vegas. It's low, but it doesn't matter because if I get it, I get it. <clears throat> 29th, 11th, 17th, 29th, 26th, 17th. He was is fast that, at the that, test, Yeah, put a, put a uh, asterisk in one. Right now, next to that thing, we're gonna go. All right, well, <laughs> that's not who I have, but I do have a Penske driver because of the test, and I do have the driver who has zero pressure. I think he goes back to back. I think it's Logano, and I think he just absolutely demolishes people this oh, round. Talking, oh, okay. I think Domination. he might have a chance at okay. like Martinsville as well. Okay. Oh, sweeps them out. Just saying. Hey. Okay. Just saying. All right. Well, a race for the championship continues Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern on USA. Remember to set your DVRs to record on Thursday nights. You can also now tune into Peacock on Friday to catch the latest episode. Here's a sneak peek of this week's episode. 16 drivers, all with a shot at a championship. Chase where he's driving next season. Going somewhere else is scary. Winning is the highest priority. If you have one bad race, you can easily be eliminated. Big crash! There's smoke yeah. coming out of the 18! You gotta find a way to level up when you get to the playoffs. So gonna have some fun. Always uh, good content to see the drivers behind the scenes going after this championship trophy at Phoenix. And a race for the championship is still continuing every Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern on USA. And a literal race for the championship continues this weekend at Homestead Miami Speedway for the Dixie Vodka 400 Sunday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Make sure to tune into the excitement as we continue the round of eight. We are three races away from crowning the champion, and that includes Phoenix. So we'll see you next week in the backseat. For Kim, Mamba, and myself, enjoy Homestead, and see you next Monday. This year, see more. Full field of in car cameras. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Backseat Drivers. Make sure to rate, review, and follow to stay up to date on each new episode dropping every Monday.